Droppe Gaming Droppe Gaming Droppe Gaming Droppe Gaming Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Droppe Gaming Podcast Yay. Yes Excitement Plus <laughs> <laughs> We've got a couple of games to go through this time. Yeah, it's obviously Matt and I back, um, changing things up. Mm. It's a bit of a weird intro. Uh, I've forgotten how to do this. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, episode 193. Amazing. Huge number. Yeah. I can't believe we've made it this far. <laughs> I'm constantly believe- amazed. Yeah, I, I am too. We still bother. Yeah, checking yeah. 193 is a prime number. Definitely not. Uh, it's divisible by something. 27. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> anyway. All right. <laughs> um, Carry on. Yeah, we've got a couple of games to go through. We're not really going to do any news this time because no one cares. Um. We hope everyone jumped onto the Humble Bundle and bought the Humble Bundle pack, mm. which was huge, 130-something games, um, and they managed to raise 20 mil. You More than say? 20 mil, yeah. yeah that's that's a, a crazy amount of money. It is, yeah. So good on all those people who did that. Um, so... I'm 193 a, is a prime number. It is. Oh my God, we missed it. 191 and 193. Oh. And 197 and 199. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> There's a few. There is a couple. There's a surprisingly large number of prime numbers out there. Anyway. And they still can't find any more. They're still trying. Yeah. Yeah. They should just use their brains <laughs> to find them. <laughs> Someone's get out a, there. Some scientists Get a calculator, like, dude. This is my whole job. How dare they? <laughs> They've made fun of it. They've mocked me. <laughs> the last time it's alright we've mocked a lot of people for a lot of time <laughs> anyway um, speaking of a mockery um, <laughs> G- GT7 <laughs> Gran Turismo 7 yep mm. it, it's being smashed online isn't it yeah yeah it's got yeah. the lowest user review score on Metacritic of all time mm. um, you've played a lot of it yeah it's it's a good game. It's fun to play. Mm. The, like I said on the car. last yeah, like last episode, I mentioned that I was really keen for the sort of car culture and history side of it because mm-hmm. I just like feed off like when someone's super passionate about something, yeah. I like feed off of that energy. I'm like, yeah, I love seeing people be passionate about stuff. And this mm-hmm. game is like a, it's like a love letter to cars. It's yeah. fucking great. But... They made some really interesting design choices, mm. which... So, in previous GTs, there's been microtransactions. Yeah. It's not a new thing. Mm. But on this one, it seems to be really um, in your face and poorly implemented. Yeah. So, And then they patched the game a couple of weeks after launch, and they said it was due to a new mode coming as part of being a live service game that will have better rewards or something but Mm. this patch lowered all of the rewards on all the races in the game which effectively makes it even harder to unlock cars yeah which people without paying for them Mm. so it's like it's forcing people to put their own money in if they want to get a decent car 
So people are pissed. Plus, the game is online only pretty much entirely. There's like one mode that's not. Which is so um, if the servers go down, which they did recently, they patched the game and it caused some bug. Mm. And so they shut the servers down for like 36 hours. Crazy. So no one in the entire world could mm. play Gran Turismo 7 for a day and a half. Can you imagine buying uh, like $110 PS5 game? Even more than that, I think it was. Mm. But yeah, and then just turning it on and not being able to do anything. I think it was 115. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a bit strange. Um, A lot of people very upset about that, of course, not being able to play their game. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, but apart from that, great game. Mm. But yeah. All of the you can go on Metacritic and read the user reviews. Normally, when people do review bombs on Metacritic, it's like really um, sort of it's not. There's no like subtlety in the yeah. way that they're reviewed. It's always like this game is bad and the developers suck. Yeah, and you're like you can tell that these people haven't played the game. But the yeah. ones that we were looking at before. It sounds like these people have played the game yeah. and they're like Very real upset. loyal Gran Turismo yeah. fans who have been fucking burned hard. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Like, if I was disregarding all the microtransaction stuff, and obviously I haven't gone into reviewing it too mm. much, but if I was avoiding all of that, it'd be up around like a 4.5, yeah. 4, 4.5 for wow. me. Mm. But it's real hard to justify mm. giving a game a score like that when it, is so buggy in terms of like server issues Mm. and also all that microtransaction shit just rubs me the wrong way no matter what I fucking hate like mm. I hate where and that people are calling it pay to win which it kind of is because you can unlock the games in in the cars in the game but it's they've made it so fucking difficult that you have to do so much yeah to get the money to buy one car or spend like 20 bucks in real money for a car. Mm, for one car. Which, and there's like 450 cars. That's so crazy, you're spending yeah. like insane amount of money if you want to unlock, if you're a completionist who wants to unlock every car, yeah. you're either spending a shitload of money or you're or spending you're like literally thousands of, of hours. Yeah, yeah, which true. is, you know, ridiculous. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's a weird choice that they've made. But, um, yeah. A lot of people have, you know, the reviews that we were reading, some people were saying, I'll never buy anything from this company again, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I mean, I, f- I felt it in uh, the, was it the 2020 um, NBA 2K? Yeah. Uh, that had gone from a really fucking good game to just killing it with microtransactions. And, yeah. you know, the worst part was that it was so in your face. Yeah. You know, everything cost money and, you know, they were constantly telling you in the game to go and buy things and you know, yeah. shit like that. And it's like, get fucked, you know, I just yeah. want to play the game. Exactly. So weird that they've decided to do that, knowing that there's other games out there that have been affected by this dramatically. Yeah. And then had to remove it from, you know, the next game or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And seeing as GT doesn't come out every year like NBA And seeing does. as it's competing against a pretty fucking packed genre yeah. of other games that, I mean, you're hard-pressed to not choose fucking Forza over yeah. a GT. I mean, GT is a driving simulator, so it's it is it's a in a different. niche. Yeah. But, like, yeah, you can't just because you 
make a really good game that's in a niche mm. is not an excuse to take advantage of your fucking yeah. fans. And, and the amazing thing anymore. is that you know they they've got such a loyal fan base on one console. Yeah. You know, and to do this on just one console or on just one platform yeah. in general is so weird. Like they they could have done such a better job of just making everyone so happy about it yeah. that people want to buy the game. Exactly. And you know, other like, games yeah. like you know, Forza I guess is is one. You've got it on PC as well as on yeah. the Xbox. But there's multiple driving games and sim games across yeah. multiple platforms. Um and in that you can kind of understand that they would do maybe something like this. Yeah. But not a single, you know, first party game. Weird. Yeah. And yeah. it's interesting with how Sony's rhetoric around all that shit has been over the years. They're mm. like, oh, we're not putting DLC in this game. We're not going to put microtransactions. Yeah. It's for the players. Yeah, that's right. And now they're just like, it's for like Polyphony are a main, <laughs> like, core fucking development team yeah. or studio yeah. in this Sony Studios thing. Mm. But, um, yeah, like historically, you look back and like the PS3, people bought that system when it was like a thousand dollars. Yeah, because of Gran Turismo. That's right. Yeah, like that was a yeah. system seller. There's people who were like, "I bought a PS3 for Gran Turismo, and I will not play any other game on mm-hmm. it. Only that." Yeah, and these are the kind of people that you can fucking like hook into yeah to get your system sold and make money that's right you don't have to like and all you got to do is make a really fucking good game and not burn people yeah and you have they got so close because this game like I said it's really fucking good Mm. but then they just it's like running a race and then like seeing the finish line and just going oh look there's a fucking bushy track over there I'll just run down that instead yeah and you just totally go off the track and fuck it completely that close to reaching the finish line. Yeah. And it could have been like the game that people like fucking buy a PS5 yeah, for GTA exactly. 7. It's mm. an amazing game. It's a love letter. Like all the people out there, these are p- people who buy a console for GT. Mm. They're not gamers. They're like no. car fans. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. you can buy, and there hasn't been a GT game since like PS3 mm, that's been any good. that has been good enough to have that kind of draw yeah and this it's like literally a fucking love letter to car mm. lovers yeah just don't fuck it up and they fucked it up so yeah. I don't know hopefully they do a U-turn at some point but I don't mm. see it happening They they seem to be pretty set in this live service thing Weird. I don't think there's a single live service game that I like for this live service stuff in it. Like, mm. Destiny is really fun, but I don't care for the, like, cosmetic weekly fucking no. shop Same. refreshes. And Assassin's Creed, I really love the game as a single-player game, but I'm not, like, fiending for the fucking next weekly fucking challenge or yeah, whatever. exactly, yeah. I've so. never really got into the challenges that much myself. Um, even... You know, when, when PlayStation themselves do it, you know, they say, oh, you know, reach the goals and all that kind of crap. Yeah. I kind of just go, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Like, it, it's, I don't know. The whole thing to me is, it's like buying, and I'm trying to, you know, 
get this into my kids' heads and it's pretty much set there now, which is good. But, you know, you don't, when you buy something digital in a game, you don't own anything. Yeah. You know, like there, there is almost literally no point to it. Yeah. And if you can't have fun with the game as a core, as a, as a base, yeah. then there's not that much point. You know, like if, if you're paying to win, what are you actually going to win? Yeah. Firstly. And, and normally that's fucking nothing. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's just amazes me. Like I love games. Everyone knows I love games. Yeah. But how fucking pointless all that shit is to yeah. me. It, it astounds me that some people can spend, like in one of the reviews on there, the guy said, I bought this game for a hundred dollars. And I've spent over a thousand dollars on buying cars. Yeah, well, he was, he said he bought other shit like uh, peripherals and steering wheels and shit like that uh, as yeah. well. So yeah, fair enough. But still, yeah, to then like, be like like you'd be pretty dirty about it. Oh, like yes. things like Fortnite. Like I have tried to have this conversation with Harlan because mm-hmm. he's always like we let him have pocket money for yeah. helping out around the house, and then he's like, oh, let me put my credit card details into my Switch so that I can. Yeah, get the something. latest battle pass or the yeah. latest like whatever and it's all aesthetic stuff yeah and it's just like if Fortnite if you just get bored of Fortnite exactly you've spent thousands of dollars for what yeah that's right you know you could like buy a car mm. and actually have a car yeah, I mean exactly. he's 11 so yeah. you're not buy a car you like you could yeah. buy a fucking how much pocket money you to give yeah, this kid that's once a week is that not that's normal I suppose <laughs> can my kids come over and do some laundry or something yeah, exactly cool. yeah um <laughs> but like you could buy like a fucking guitar or something like yeah, exactly. tangible that yeah. you can hold with your hands that's right and if you get bored with it you can sell it yeah on marketplace facebook exactly. marketplace or, or you can buy a different game yeah and have a whole new experience like yeah something completely different and i get it Fortnite's free to play, so it's like yeah, you still there's a little bit yeah. of a justification if you're a fan to support the developer. That's but he's right. not buying the latest Spider-Man skin because he's a fan of the developer. No, to support that's the right. Developer. Yeah. Yeah. He's buying it because his friends are like peer pressuring him into yeah, buying exactly. fucking aesthetic shit in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. So and to be honest, I mean we do get free games. Yeah, a lot of, like we've saved thousands and thousands of dollars over the years yeah. on games. To be fair, we've got a lot of games that we wouldn't have bought anyway. Yeah, that is true. But, like, but I I do often put some money in. Yeah, for microtransactions or you know to to level up or whatever. Yeah, on games that I actually really enjoy. Yeah, because I know that I haven't spent any money. Yeah, and I want to support. You see, there's a, a support of the developer as well as you getting something that you appreciate but you yeah. haven't spent the fucking hundred dollars on the game exactly yeah. if you buy like yeah every time I buy a game when we don't get a code for it that's yeah. when I'm like mm, yeah I'm not gonna buy that DLC yeah exactly stuff like that yeah yeah. and you know like you said we've saved thousands of dollars so we're sitting in a pretty privileged position to be going oh I'm not gonna I've saved I've had thousands of dollars of free games I'm not gonna spend fucking fifteen dollars yeah, on exactly. a DLC mm. but like it's about consumer respect yeah, I guess exactly yeah and things like GT7 where you, it's like twenty dollars to unlock a single car mm. is obscene yeah or on the other side of it like I think there are some things in the game that you can't unlock unless you purchase them yeah right which is 
a totally different thing. Yeah, well, that, that's that's that just annoys yeah, shit raunting me. people. Yeah, you know, I can't stand that shit. But yeah. even if it is like them lowering the prize money from a race means that you've got to run another ten races and potentially waste you know, another day of your life. Yeah, you know, to get that shit. Again, that's fucked too. Like, yeah. You know, that is really... Well, it's not respecting your player's time. Yeah. For a yeah. start. And it makes people not want to play the game exactly. as much. So, and so it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Because it'll fucking... It'll, it'll bite it'll you in the ass. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Very strange. And not only that, it doesn't just ruin this game. It ruins, like, their brand. Yes. Yeah. So... Yeah. Anyway, that's that one. Another one that does that... And that is hyper successful. Mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto Five. Yes. So, um, the remaster of that's just come out for PS Five and Xbox Series X. I turned it on. I've been waiting because I've been like I've been feeling the urge to play GTA Five again for yeah. a while now, mm. and I've been like, nah, I'm gonna wait yeah. for the next gen. It's um, kind of funny because every time I see that game. I feel the same thing. I'm yeah. like, fuck, I loved playing that game. Yeah. I'd love to go experience that again. Yeah. And no. Nah. I've just been putting it off because I've been like, I don't want to play the PS4 version. If I'm yeah. going to play it, I want to play the best version. And mm-hmm. I don't have a PC that is capable of running the best version. Yeah. So I'll play it on PS5 when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, so this version, I think, I think when they brought it to PS4, they added extra content and a few other things. The PS5 one doesn't have any new content or anything. There's no bonuses for buying the new version. It has um, uh, far better graphics, yeah. including there's three new graphics modes. One is Fidelity, which is 4K 30 frames. Then there's Performance, that's 1440p 60 frames. Mm-hmm. And then there's Performance Ray Tracing, which is also 1440 60. Yeah. So I don't understand why there's two. But the ray tracing effects, from what I was reading on a Digital Foundry post, is only on shadows outdoors. So it's natural light. Okay. It's natural shadow formation from the sun yeah. hitting buildings and small items on the ground and things like that, where if they use shadow maps, which is what they use when they don't have ray tracing, you get like artifacts and weird things happening mm. between like long range and close up and stuff like that. So... Lighting effects outside far better in the ray tracing, but it doesn't have like reflections off buildings like in Spider Man and things like that. Yeah, it for a start runs on. I put it straight on sixty frames, and normally I'm in the past. I've been like I don't care about thirty slash sixty. I noticed it heaps playing Horizon. Yeah, when you go into the um, graphics instead of performance. Yeah. It became really. It felt really clunky. Wow! And then put it at sixty, and it just flows really nicely. Yeah. And in yeah. the past, I've been like sixty frames kind of feels weird. Mm-hmm. But then in GTA Five, it was on the fidelity one first, which it's like a nine-year-old game. Yeah. So there's not that much they can do with it graphically to make it look fully beautiful without remaking it. That's right. Yeah. So you only get so much of an effect running it in four K. Yeah. So I went, oh, I'll put on performance straight away, 60 frames per second, so much better. Wow. One of the issues with that game that I always have is the controls feel nine years old. Yeah. 
and it has input lag and it's kind of fucking weird. Just feel it feels off playing mm-hmm. it, particularly like driving cars and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that always and then, felt weird. Yeah, changing the sixty frames per second made a bit of a difference. Okay. Made it feel a bit better. Yeah, but it's still like it's going to take me a while to get used to the controls. Mm. Um, but apart from that, you know, it's pretty much all graphics yeah. upgrades. Not really anything else going on there. Mm-hmm. You get haptic feedback on the on the dual sensor yeah, a little nice. bit, yeah. things like that. They also have a standalone version of GTA Online now, mm-hmm. so you can get that without having to buy the whole game. Yeah, um, I think the upgrade's only like twenty bucks though at the moment. It's okay. like a discounted price early on, and then later on it will go up to whatever their full price is. Yeah, all right. So they've also just in, uh, introduced this thing called GTA Plus, which is, we're talking about live services. GTA Online, everyone knows, is like a fucking money tree, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. For Rockstar, they've made bulk cash out of that thing. So they've decided to create a subscription service for oh, it. Why not? Yeah. yeah. So this new service is on exclusively on GTA Online on PS5 and Xbox Series X. Launched last week, so it's out. Um, basically, every month you get $500,000 of GTA money. Shark cash. Straight into your account in the, uh, in the game. There's bonus properties for you to buy that you can only buy if you're a GTA Plus member. Um, gameplay updates that you so they do um, as part of a live service obviously they do sort of gameplay stuff that is like a timed mm-hmm. event whatever yeah so this allows you to access some of them that you may have missed out on in the past there's special vehicle upgrades for members member only discounts GTA money and RP bonuses and more each month wow so, for example, the first month, which is April, there's like, I don't know, a bunch of shit. Anyway, you can look it up if you're interested. I think it's $9 a month. Wow. Australian. So Seems it's like, like a you weird, get, weird number. Yeah, so 6 bucks American. I assume that's American. I'll just bring up the PlayStation Store. I'm sure that'll tell me. But, yeah, so they're just getting on board with that. Which is, seems to be the way things are going now. Yeah. Yeah. I'd much prefer to have GTA 6, though. <laughs> but anyway, it is what it is. Yeah, it will be um, nice once that does come out. Yeah, eight ninety five a month. Okay. And for reference, uh, $100,000 of in-game money... Oh, unavailable. Cool. There you go. <laughs> Here we go, 200000 Oh, $500,000 is $11.25. So it's actually not... If you're consistently buying in-game money, yeah. it works out pretty well Better. for you. Yeah. Even though it's digital money that has zero fucking meaning. Yeah, exactly. Well, in the lead-up to it coming out on PS5, they were giving a million cash month, right. each month to yeah. PS Plus members. Mm. All you had to do was remember to go on there and click the button. Yeah. So presumably anyone who actually has been playing it has it's, been doing that. Is now quite rich. But yeah, I was doing it, but I haven't been playing it. I logged on once... And I had like five million cash, and I bought like a rocket car. Oh yeah! Where you can just rocket through the sky. You can drive around and then just engage boosters and just fly around the map. <laughs> so I'd like hit someone. No wonder you bought. And then fly away. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. So, I mean, GTA Online is 
widely considered to be really fucking awesome yeah. if you're into playing online games. Mm-hmm. So there's a new service for you if you're into That's it. That's right. Get into it if you're not. Yeah. If you don't want to, then don't. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So that's enough about live services. Let's talk about dead services. Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a, interesting? Is that a segue? <laughs> Why not? Um, so I, I wasn't sure about Ghostwire Tokyo. You know, like I, I wasn't sure if it was going to be the kind of game that I'd it's like. It's got a weird or, name. It does. It does. <laughs> um, and... In all honesty, it's a fucking weird game. Yeah. It is a weird game. Um, I have... I have the suspicion that it's... Like, sold as a horror game. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking not. There's nothing scary in this game. Yeah, right. Like, a weird kind of preface of what's going on. It's supposed to be supernatural... Yeah. themes but maybe not necessarily actual horror okay but yeah. I think I don't think they've been very clear about that mm. which they would fit well actually because there's nothing clear about the game <laughs> when you're playing the game yeah great it's fucking weird like the very first thing that I had to do and this happened within the first few minutes of playing the game yeah is really unfortunately change it from Japanese with subtitles to English yeah which takes a fair bit away from the game yeah because on Ghost of Tsushima I had it on Japanese audio with English yeah. subtitles because yeah. it adds to the atmosphere that's of right the game. yeah yeah. And I think it's this, a bit more important in like a samurai game than yeah. this is modern times it is yeah yeah but yeah and, but a lot of it like the the narrative between the I guess yourself and and the other characters in the game. Yeah. The majority of it happens while things are going on. Yeah, so you can't be watching the screen. And reading at the same time. Yeah. Like, you, you can't do it. Because um, I don't know Japanese. I would have liked to have. But Maybe yeah. you should have learned that beforehand. Yeah, maybe I should do that now. <laughs> Just <laughs> halfway through and then turn it back to... Just Japanese. keep playing Ghostwire Tokyo until you until nail down I the language. Until I what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when I read a book to Oscar and I read it enough times that he can be like, I go, what does that say? And he'll say what it says. Yeah. But he can't fucking read it. No, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> just knows from him just doing it over and over exactly. again. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. You need to buy another book. You go to Japan and people start talking to you and you just start little saying lines of dialogue from Ghostwire Tokyo. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck? I'll need this later. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shit like that. Anyway. Um, but it does get extremely repetitive. So that is a bit of an issue with the dialogue in this game. It's yeah. it's very repetitive. Um, the, the voice acting is fucking terrible. Um, it's either... And, and this seemed both in English and Japanese when it was in Japanese originally. Yeah. Um, either way over the top in, in its acting style yeah. um, or delivered really, really just melancholy almost, like just has no feeling in some parts. Yeah. Um, and it may also have something to do with the translation from Japanese to English as just well. Just poorly dubbed or something. Yeah, like there's just weird bits of dialogue that don't make a lot of sense you know they make sense yeah, but they're just you know 
just weirdly yeah. enunciated and things like that, which makes you kind of take a step back from the game almost and go, the fuck? Like, yeah. it's just bizarre. You try to, like, get really engrossed in it. And yeah. And it's like, here's something, you're like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck did that happen? <laughs> um, there's a lot of really weird shit going on in the game as well. So I get some of the, you know, it's not even supernatural, but I think maybe some of it has to do with old Japanese superstition or yeah. maybe just old, um, you know, beliefs and things like that that they have. Yeah. Um, like all of the shops in the game, and they're random in spots, but mostly like all all the people are gone so all the people in the game are gone yeah there's no people living anywhere there's no one walking down the street um and you know you you go into a, a normal shop like a 7-eleven yeah and there's a floating cat that is the the person that you know you go up and talk to it and you buy your shit that's weird it's fucking bizarre um there's dogs everywhere and the dogs you know you can actually go and speak to them but they don't talk like it's you know you've got to read their mind basically um that sounds about right yeah and the the dogs are just in random spots and i i kind of there's so much about this game that i just don't know why shit is happening (laughs) That's what's freaking me out. I've played a fucking lot of this game so far. Like, yeah. Normally, if I find a game like this and it just doesn't grab me, I don't bother too yeah. much. But this one, um, you've given it the time. Yeah, I've given it the time, and I actually enjoy a lot about this game. It's actually not too bad, but the the battles are, are also kind of weird. Like you, you've got yeah. um, you've got these bad guys, and there's about eight that I've come across different types now maybe ten yeah um, and you you get different powers so you know you can shoot fireballs out of your hands you can shoot like um, different elements basically yeah and then when they get to a point where they're nearly dead they're uh, like um, soul stone I suppose you'd call it appears and you can pull it out of them and then they disappear so yeah right um and I again, I don't even know if what that's used for. Like, <laughs> yeah, you just take it out of it, and then you've saved the soul stone from the <laughs> from the bad dudes. Um, <laughs> but in in a fight, there'll be like sometimes ten of them. Yeah, and you're just like throwing shit out of your hands. Yeah, and then you know you've got this like wire that you pull them out the with. ghost wire yeah the ghost wire well there you go and you do that but I don't you understand why half of this shit happens <laughs> I reckon um, I should probably play this game sounds great it's actually like I said it's actually there's something about it that is making me want to play it yeah but again I don't know why <laughs> not too like, sure why <laughs> <laughs> And it's fucking me around because I don't know what the fuck's going on in the game. Yeah. Like, I literally got to a point just recently at about 10 and a half, 11 hours into the game. And there was a, an actual explanation of what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Until then, I really didn't have any idea. Like, I, I get the fact that it's, you know there's been this crossover of you know the the dead into Tokyo 
Yeah. But then they start talking about that there's like a barrier around a certain section of Tokyo that this is happening in and no one outside of Tokyo knows that, that there's anything wrong or anything's going strange or different or yeah. anything. Um, which to me seems really fucking weird. Like in, a, in the most populated city in the world, the most seriously most densely populated place in the world, yeah. people across the road from you have no idea that everyone for a hundred blocks is dead in the other direction, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> and I was telling you before, everywhere you go, because all the people are gone, um, it's like they, they got either dissolved or whatever yeah. um, by this mist. Um, so everywhere that you go in this game, and, and normally where there would be you know masses of people like hospitals and stuff like that, you see it a lot more. But yeah. All of the clothes, instead of... You know, like when um, Obi-Wan Kenobi died, right? Yeah. He, his, he disappeared and his clothes just crumpled into a ball oh, where no, he man. stood. Yeah. yeah. These have all just kind of fallen. So everything's still in the shape of a person on the ground, even to the point of... So it's like, like everyone's fallen over and then like unconsciously fallen over and then their body then their bodies dis- yeah and yeah. the clothes have just fallen in the shape of a person on the floor yeah very strange um, even to the point of you know they were holding their phone in their hand and, and it's the right distance yeah. from, you know, and handbags and That's shit like awesome. that but not a lot of shoes no shoes is, yeah there's not as many shoes around as clothes which is weird that is I weird. would have thought people in Tokyo would wear shoes <laughs> No. Obviously not. Have you ever been to Tokyo? No. Well, there, well, you, go. there you go. I'm, I'm assuming things now. <laughs> assuming. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, there is something seriously weird about this game that, you know, I, I am kind of enjoying it. There's some of the things that have been really negative in the game. Moving around is fucked. Yeah. Like, it's actually quite difficult to do. Um, and I'm talking about just like jumping up on top of things to get on a roof yeah you know it'll sometimes take you four or five attempts to do it without falling off for no reason other than just bad controls yeah which really sucks Um, another thing that I really am quite shocked with is the graphics in this game yeah. It looks fucking terrible in game. Yeah, right. Um, the cutscenes actually look quite good, but whenever you're walking around and doing anything, everything is very um, blocky. Like it, it kind of looks like a PS4 game at best. Yeah, right. That's um, disappointing. Yeah, it is. And after coming from potentially one of the most beautiful games that's come out in a while. Horizon. Horizon. Yeah. Um, to this, I was shocked. Jarring, yeah. Yeah, shocked at how bad it is. Um, so, yeah, uh, I haven't completed the story. Um, I don't know if I'm actually going to because I feel... It says here, um, I went on to how long to beat to look it up because you said you mm. recently hit ten and a half hours. Um, it says... Main story, 11 hours. Main and extras, 18 hours. Completion is 35. Wow. It's not so, very long at all. Not very long. So mm. it shows PS5. There's 28 people polled. Main story, 11 hours, 38 minutes. 
main plus extras, 18 hours, 58 minutes. Wow. So sub 20, 15 to 20 hours. Yeah. So you're probably oh, closing probably in on the ending. Close to it, yeah. 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 I wonder if that'll come as a surprise. There's some weird stuff, like I was saying, the dialogue sometimes doesn't um, match almost, you know, your yeah. expectation. But there was one thing where it was like, and, and this just happened recently, you've, you've seen this thing that's happening in the centre of this area, yeah. um, and it's quite large, like it's, it's not the whole of Tokyo, but it's a good chunk of Tokyo. Yeah. So you've got to get to this thing. Um, and... <laughs> Your, your body has been taken over by another soul, so you're kind of sharing this thing now. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of dialogue between the characters constantly. Um, and anyway, you as the, the original owner of the body, I suppose, um, looks up and says, oh, there it is, there. That's the thing we've got to get to. Um, but I bet you there's going to be you know a lot of barriers and blocks and we won't be able to get to it. Yeah. And the other voice goes yes you're right that's where we need to go so let's just go straight <laughs> and I was like what the fuck did what <laughs> and that's the kind of shit that you're dealing with in this game like it's it's almost like that's got to be a translation it's got to be a translation thing or they just got lazy and went ah we've only got three more seconds of recording so just go straight <laughs> so weird so weird yeah right Um, well if it's only going to be that short I could probably finish it soon because I don't do a lot of extra shit in games I do the story and then that's pretty much it so I think I have fucked around doing a few extras yeah Um, well how many hours did you do for Horizon because we've both finished that now yeah that would have been 45 yeah I think I was close to I was like 120 130 something like that yeah well so yeah yeah so I mean I'm going to give Ghostwire Tokyo a 4 I don't think it's worth any more than that yeah um, it it still has something like I said that is drawing me to it to play a little bit of it yeah but maybe you're possessed oh who knows <laughs> you could be I could be um yeah, I, I don't know what it is. There's something about it. But, yeah, I, I'll let you know if I finish it in the next um, episode. episode. Yeah. Yep. But there's one more game that we do need to talk about, mm-hmm. um, and that's Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now, I didn't play the precursor to this, so it's basically a spin-off of Borderlands 2. Yeah. And there was a DLC for Borderlands 2 called Tiny Tina's... No, it's called Battle for Dragon Keep or something like that, or Battle for something. Yeah. And basically, the idea is that there's this character, Tiny Tina, who plays a dungeon master playing a Dungeons & Dragons-type tabletop role-playing game. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this whole game is her doing that. I think I've only played a little bit of it so far. The premise seems to be they're trapped in a room somewhere, so they're like, fuck it, let's just play D&D, except they call it something else, yeah. some, yeah, like, legally distinct from D&D. Yeah, that's so right. So they don't have to pay Wizards of the Coast anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it's interesting. I'm not a massive fan of the Borderlands games. Neither am I. The art style I get, it's like a stylistic choice, mm. but I'm just like, eh, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and the guns and the whole loot, everything. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, mm. 
Yeah, it doesn't hit me the way that it worked in like Diablo and stuff like that. Yeah. I like the fucking ori- the OG yeah, exactly. games that did that stuff. Yeah, but no, I'm the yeah. same. Like I've I've played a fair few hours of this game now, um, and some of the choices that they make. Like, it is fucking entertaining, yeah. obviously. Very fun. Yeah, well, like, what I was going to say is that I'm not a big fan of Borderlands, but this one I'm pretty keen on. Yeah. And I think it's because of the actual content, the subject matter, yeah. which is, like, that fantasy-style mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And plus, it's fucking funny. Yes, it is. Yeah. Which is a massive draw. Voice card. acting is very yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, it's got some big, big names in it. Yeah. Um, so, first of all, we've got... Um, Andy Sandberg, Wanda Sykes. Yeah. And... Um, um, Will Arnett. Will Arnett. That's is the, the name f- I was is thinking the of. the main enemy. Yeah. Main baddie. And he's great. You know, yeah. He pops up all the time. And their the, the dialogue through it is pretty consistent. Yeah. You know, they're always talking. So yeah. That's kind of good. And funny banter and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been fun just for that. But I'm the same. I've, I've never really liked the Borderlands games too much. Like the first one I played a fair bit of. Yeah. Um, but since then, yeah, none yeah. of the others I've played, I don't think, or, or given it I think really the real, time. the real um, thing that makes people love Borderlands is because it's co-op. Yeah. So you can play with up to four people. And I've only ever played them solo. Yeah, same. And mm. I feel like you can get even the shittest game yeah. and put three of your mates with you on it and, and it makes it a better yeah. game. Yeah. So, like, that's the thing with, like, Destiny back in the day. Mm. Playing that and, like, just chatting shit while playing. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Helped, Destiny 2 is a better game, technically, but we haven't had that much of that whole, like... Yeah, group, the, yeah, thing. groups and stuff so like that. Yeah. That's why it never really grabbed us, I don't think, mm-hmm. as much as the first one did. Yeah, and I think that's probably the same, the case with Borderlands as well. And I'm most ke- probably, I am pretty keen to try play Tiny Tina's in a group, but uh, it's always weird because in a game like Destiny, you can just jump into any mission and it's fine. Yeah. Whereas Tiny Tina's is a story. It is, yeah. And so if yeah. you're not exactly at the same place as everyone else in the group, mm. then it's... I don't know how it would work. In yeah, that you can't... Someone's got to do something that they haven't done before yeah. or that's ahead, either ahead of something that they're not up to yet mm-hmm. or people have to replay shit they've already played. That's right. And, that, and yeah. Yeah, that's when the loot side of it comes in because it becomes a like, okay, what the fuck am I doing this for? Yeah to get new gear stuff mm. like that so it's a and bit of an odd one there's a whole bunch of it that just doesn't seem like it matters kind of thing you know like upgrading stuff and you know there's a like I've just got to a point now after about five or six hours into the game yeah um, you play for a couple of hours and then all of a sudden um, you end up in the Wonderlands which is a, a, a top-down view of your character as a big head character, yeah, um, wandering around this kind of. Um, it, it reminds me of uh, like um, Mario, how he kind of walks between his yeah, areas like on, the, the on the top, yeah, on the maps, yeah. yeah. But you're not on rails like that. You can just wander around, but everything is a narrow pathway to get to the next place, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, 
and you know you have things that jump out of long grass to attack you and stuff yeah, like that classic. um yeah and you can literally like you you can punch bottle caps over so they become like a, a bridge to another place or there'll be like some rubble in the way and you can punch it and get to the next thing behind it kind of thing yeah but these these guys will kind of like they're bandits I guess they jump out at the long grass to get you um, and you can just punch them and kill them and then you don't have to do the fight but then you don't get all the loot from it as well yeah so that's pretty nip yeah handy choice yeah exactly so if you just want to you know not fuck around with any of that stuff you just punch it and walk away yeah um, but you actually get a a, um, a trophy the first time you do it so give that a go nice yeah. um, <laughs> well it says here 12 hours main story I've got the page open so I figured oh, yeah, why not? 12 hours for the main story 19 hours main plus extra 29 and a half for completionist wow so that's a pretty short game yeah that is yeah almost like a DLC kind of <laughs> yeah well that's yeah. What, I mean that's what it yeah. it's supposed to be yeah but yeah. but anyway like it, it is a good fun game the shooting can be a little depends bit depends on the replayability I suppose yeah. but I haven't like you've got to finish it before you see how much replayability there is yeah that's true yeah and I mean it's it is entertaining and it is fun but I'm at that point now where I'm like five and a half six and a half maybe hours into it yeah and I'm already getting bored yeah you know like there's something about the Borderlands games that just don't hold me yeah um even with the story and all that kind of stuff, like the story's a bit wacky, but it's boring. Yeah. You know? and it's kind of by the numbers. Yeah. A bit. Yeah. So the I don't characters, know what it is. The characters and the dialogue is what, even for me, only an hour or two into it, I'm like, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, but you could, yeah. I mean, you can get 12 hours out of it. Well, that's but right. But you may not be able to get 20 hours out of it. No, exactly. I would definitely struggle with any yeah. more. Um, so it's it is a good fun game if you do like a shooter um, yeah and the fantasy stuff in it like I said because I'm into D&D &D, mm. and it's pretty well done yeah, the way that they yeah, put it, it together yeah. so that's good mm. and there's a lot of banter between the characters just themselves as well like you know the, the very first point where a gun gets introduced yeah um, Andy Sandberg's like looks at, at you know Tina, who's yeah. the dungeon master, and goes, "Wait, there's now guns in fantasy. Like, yeah. when did this happen?" And she goes, "They were always there, but no one used them." Kind of thing. Yeah, and it just kind of makes you giggle a little bit. So yeah, yeah definitely worth it in that regard. Um, yeah, they do. They nailed. And like the the level of ability of those people, like yeah. Wanda Sykes and Andy Sandberg, they can carry shit. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 And I tell you what my youngest uh, Ollie is Ollie. a fucking superstar he cracks me up that kid yeah. he's 14 um, he comes out and I was playing it and he heard uh, Wanda Sykes and goes oh I know that voice who's that and I like pulled up a picture on my phone and showed him and he goes oh wow that's Biggie Shorty from Pootie Tang Pootie Tang yeah. <laughs> I'm like holy fuck dude like <laughs> that's just a great reference that he even knows that yeah and that was the first place that he went to and yeah. I was like oh well, dude you're a fucking legend yeah cracks me up that fucking kid. Pootie Tang <laughs> if you haven't seen that one definitely see that one <laughs> for sure yeah brilliant 
classic. Well, I'm not going to rate, put a, a number on yeah, the Tiny Tina. Yeah, because we'll play a lot more of it. Um, I might see, because uh, got a couple of friends who got it as well, so I might see if we can piece together a co-op sesh. Yeah. It's always difficult. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it doesn't happen all that often. Yeah, but anyway. No, so, we'll yeah. give that a crack, and uh, we'll talk about that in the next episode. Yeah. So we do have a couple of other games we're going to have a chat about in the next episode as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll um, yeah leave that till next, next time. time. Yeah. yeah, sounds good. Well, I guess we're at the point now where you give the email address so podcast can, at dropbeargaming.com. There we go. So people can write to us as they often do. Yeah, um, and sell us dick pills and anything else that <laughs> is spam related. Oh. Get a new wife from <laughs> Russia, presumably. Oh, I guess. I don't know. Is that a bad word now? I don't think so. (laughs) Okay. Wife. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not Russian. I was actually went for a walk the other day and there's a house around the corner from here that has a sign on their door that says, beware of the wife instead (laughs) of beware of the dog. I was like, yeah, nice. That's a good one. Good one. I walked past a bathroom the other day and it had a sign on it that said Ukraine. And then underneath it, it was written because it's occupied. Jesus. That's fucking terrible, right? Holy shit. I know, I know. That's a good one, though. It made me laugh, but I was like, oh, too soon. Like, actually, while it's happening, yeah. that's a bit rude. Yikes. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, until next time, be good to each other and yeah. be very good to yourselves Yeah. as well. Don't All be right. so hard on yourself. Yeah, come on. Take give, a day. Give yourself a break. Yeah. Arm or a leg. You've earned it. <laughs> Go on holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Quit awesome. your job. Just play games all day. Leave your family and start a new one. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> if it makes you happy. If just it doesn't, jump in your don't car, just do it. Just jump in your car, drive to a new city, start fresh. Yeah. And get married to the don't first woman you see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that will help. You'll be happy again. You know, well, life's full of surprises. Yeah, it's a mystery chocolate box. <laughs> Alright, thanks very much for listening and talk to you next time. See ya. Bye.